jasoncharles.net Deep talk, deep sounds. This is Body Tonic Radio with Jennifer DeLuca on jasoncharles.net Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Body Tonic Radio. I'm your host, Jennifer DeLuca. This is our second season of Body Tonic Radio. And this season, I really want to explore the concept of health and well-being, of course, but also of joy and the different ways in which health and well-being might lead to joy. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm here with my guest, Liz Tortolani, owner and creator of CityWell, a boutique bathhouse and urban oasis So I just want to describe for the listeners, we are sitting in a magical space, tucked away in a fairly industrial, slightly residential block in the Gowanus area of Brooklyn, New York. No one would ever know what it looks like back here. And I have often heard Liz say this was the perfect place for CityWell. And so I want to start by asking you, why was this the perfect place for CityWell? Uh, Well, when I had the concept of CityWell, it was always meant to be sort of this hidden oasis, something that you wouldn't have imagined would be either just on this block or wherever. I originally imagined it going down stairs into a area that could be like an actual water well. That was the original vision. Um, But I noticed after time that that is not so great being down under near the Gowanus. So, um, <laughs> so it's important to be above ground. So as we were looking for space, I actually never imagined that I would have outdoor space like this. This was not part of the original vision. And it took us five years, my architect and I, Deborah Mariotti, who I'm going to say, she's wonderful. She's part of the reason this place exists, um, my architect and designer. Um, we looked for five years to find the right spot. And when we came upon this place, it was just, it took me a minute to actually, because of the state it was in, to really have the vision to see that this could be created here. But once we we took it into consideration, we realized it was the perfect spot. So the idea is hidden oasis, something you wouldn't quite know about, almost the speakeasy of spas, as people say, sort of like you would walk by it. And then you're just, um, it's sort of amazing that this exists here, so... Yeah, I want to describe for the listeners that it is like the backyard of your dreams. And you you don't have to pay to keep it up. You can just come and visit, and Liz will take care of you. So there's a jacuzzi in this backyard. There are these two lovely uh, saunas. A butterfly just flitted by (laughs) as we're talking right now. There are these vines everywhere and a hammock. The shower outside. There's a steam room on the inside. Liz will bring you things like jasmine tea or sometimes rosé. Um, All part of and, healing. And so if yeah. you're listening and, and melting, just listening to it, imagine what it's like if you're here. So if I say the words health and well-being, what does that mean to you, Liz? It's mm, a great question. Health and well-being, finding time. I think that's a big one. I think feeling well you know, takes time. It takes energy. It's not something that just happens. Yeah. And um I I recognize in this city that was, you know, I've had my own health issues in the past and it took a lot of time to get well. You know, finding time for yourself, finding time to take care of your body, finding time to nourish your body, 
finding time to sleep and rest, to relax. These are all pieces that I find incredibly vital in my own well-being and also in my own healing process when I was healing. So that integrates obviously into why I was hoping to make this space so people could also find that for themselves here. But health and well-being, feeling well in your body, that's what it means. And it's not easy to feel well in your body all the time, especially if you've dealt with different chronic pains and issues and health issues. But when you do, wow, you can really appreciate it. So you mentioned that uh, there was a time that you were very sick and that you went through years. I know that through talking to you on our own um, of being sick. And now here you are, this Madame of Health. (laughs) Would you share some of your journey? I would love to. Yeah. I mean, for me, being well is kind of a new concept. I was diagnosed uh, with Crohn's disease when I was 13 years old. So I vaguely remember a time in my youth that I wasn't uncomfortable, (laughs) wasn't sick, but not that much time. Um, I spent a lot of my from being a 13 teenager, not a fun time to get sick and not understand what's happening with your body and having a lot of pain and suffering and not understanding it. So anyways, and I spent many years not feeling well, dealing with people who don't know Crohn's disease. It's an autoimmune disease. It affects your entire digestive tract from your mouth all the way to the end and um, can affect you with different inflammation, mostly inflammation. And autoimmune is when your own body sort of attacks its own tissue so it was a very, you know, challenging thing, obviously, for anyone to deal with it at any age. Um, being a teenager, just seventh grade, dealing with illness and lots of medication. I was on prednisone. That's the, one of the main medicines they give you when you're dealing with this sort of inflammation, and it makes your face get enormous. If you've heard of, like, moon face and different things, it was just on top of not feeling well. Those were not fun side effects to deal with with teenagers. So anyways, I you know, spent many, many years, actually from 13 to really age 26, in and out of hospitals, taking up to 20 pills a day, surgeries. The thing is that I got to my breaking point. I hit a breaking point when I was 26. I was 26. So supposedly at like the height of your fun and like doing things and feeling. And I, it was 4th of July. And I remember going out with my friends because that's what you're supposed to do on 4th of July and being out with them and drinking and, you know, doing things like that, but, and ending up with the most horrendous pain I'd ever experienced. I've had a lot of different types of pain and this was the worst I had ever experienced and ended up in the hospital with an NG tube, which is also not pleasant in any way. It's kind of torturous. And anyway, dealing with that for four days, I had to, to deal with that. And I, at that point, I ended up deciding that, that that was it. I also got a phone call from a friend who I see as my first angel. Deborah is my second angel to help me build this place. But, and she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. She said, I'm going to help you heal. She found me in the hospital. I, don't know, she was, I was working with her at a, my first spa. And essentially when she said that, and she said, I'm going to help you with acupuncture. She, this word acupuncture, I had never tried acupuncture. I had only done Western medicine to try to heal my body, but nothing seemed to be working. So I vowed in that moment that I would... Literally, I said, this is my last chance. I, I, I have an option to just, this is a horrible quality of life. It's, I don't know if it's even worth living, or I could do anything in my power to get out of this place. So I made a vow to myself that I would never go back into another hospital and never take another medication for my Crohn's disease, and I never have. And I literally took every ounce of my will 
and belief in myself and had a helping healer. Um, and I, I nursed myself back to health, literally from well, not as bad as you can be, but pretty darn close. And, um, here I am. Um, this is, I'm 43 now. I was 26. You can do the math. That's 60. I don't know. 26. I, well, that's a lot of years. Whatever it is, it's a lot of years. It's 17. It's 17. Yeah. Thank you. 60 or 70. Perfect. So I feel like I've been now healthier than I've been sick. So or it's about the same. So anyway, I'm getting yeah. to that point where now feeling well is becoming more normal, but for a long time it wasn't. So that's an, my journey. It's really inspiring to hear you talk about, I know a lot of people throw the word inspiring around, but you truly canceled one subscription and you were like, I'm subscribing to a whole new thing Mm -hmm. with bravery. And I'm so glad you had an angel. And I'm so glad that you recognized that that person was an angel because we have to be like open to the angels. Right. Mm -hmm. And now here you are and you're helping so many other people. So that brings me. Thank you. First of all, thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you for asking. Um, It brings me to my next question, which is what is hydrotherapy or what's your definition of what the hydrotherapy will do for people? Yeah. So hydrotherapy really by definition is the use of water and hot, cold sort of variations of water to help the body relieve pain and heal and really kind of improve well-being. That's the sort of the basic definition. Um, There's also using here in this space, we use many different hot, cold elements and steam being part of water and saunas being part of heat and all these different ways to be hot and cold. There's many different benefits. Um, Being in the water in particular was very important to me. And what helped me to really recognize the need for this is what we don't have here is many of us don't have bathtubs we can soak in you know or I always really say yeah. that we don't have bathtubs we either would want to get it and we could either fit into or would want to get into right so so to really you know I felt like giving people a space for me water was a very important part of my healing I, it was integral when I could soak in tubs and when I went to a place called the hot house in Seattle I was living in Seattle as I was healing so there were more accessible things that I could walk to and get to. And um, being in their sauna and their steam room and their whirlpool, it was a women-only space. It was very comforting. It was like a womb. It was down underground, which is probably why I had the original vision. Um, it was it relieved my pain, and, and it started to help me be able to heal. There's also a lot of proven things that, you know, that it does work to help you heal. It helps to improve well-being. It helps to decrease pain. It helps with the detoxification process. It helps with flushing things through. As I said, with the detox, helps with endorphins, helps with relieve depression. There's like a multitude and, and it just feels good, right? It yeah, just feels it just good feels and good. smells good and feels good. And the community aspect, all those things. But um, hydrotherapy in general is just using yeah hot and cold elements to help the body feel well and heal. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about your background and how you combined everything to kind of pull together into this vision? Absolutely. Um, You know, I always knew I wanted to be a massage therapist from a really, really young age, which is lucky. I was probably about maybe 10 or 11 when I kind of found that that was something I enjoyed giving my parents shoulder rubs on long car rides. (laughs) And that was work for them. And I just like to do it. And sort of was a natural thing for me and so I always knew I'd be a massage therapist that was it so I also went to undergrad for art therapy because in my family you're going to go to college so I went to college and so I've always been interested in the healing arts so healing arts has always been very important to me and so I've been a massage therapist that's been my career job Um, I'm 18 years in to being a massage therapist I still love it I still love giving massages that's kind of amazing 
I've been doing it almost full time for, for that long. Uh, I also became, when I was in, in Seattle where I lived after college, I became also um, a yoga instructor. Yoga was very helpful as well in my healing process. I used yoga as a way to actually find a spiritual side, which I, in healing, as I found was pretty important to believe in something kind of greater than yourself because it's hard to have it all on yourself sometimes. So that was actually a very big piece of my healing is um, yoga and learning to breathe and be in my body and be in the physical kind of pain and breathing through pain and not tensing and the endorphins that are released. And so I thought, well, I should become a yoga instructor. You know, what a good idea to add to my repertoire. So I became a yoga instructor. Then after a few years of that, I actually, what brought me to New York was I started to call myself a wellness coach. This is, mind you, about Almost 20 years ago, I believe, I moved here about 14, maybe it was like 18, 17 years ago. I was like, I'm going to be a wellness coach because I had healed myself. And I had clients who was like, can you help me with like losing weight or this or that? I thought, oh, I'll call myself a wellness coach. Okay. But I had no formal training. Um, but then I had a client in Seattle who was actually going to a place. He was flying to New York all the time. I was like, what are you doing in New York? He said, oh, I'm going to this place called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I thought, oh, interesting. And he gave me this this glossy catalog and it had all these pretty pictures and people like eating fresh fruits and you know, all these things and because I had healed myself sort of intuitively I did a lot of my whole healing was very intuitive as well I had support but I intuitively changed my diet I intuitively went to yoga and meditation and slow living and all these things and but this actually gave me a format and so I thought well I should become a a holistic health coach and at the end so I actually ended up moving to New York with that that's why I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition which was held in Manhattan at the time it was all actually in, in a forum now it's actually all online um, but I was happy to be in the actual space at Lincoln Center and that gave me some kind of formal training I worked also at Columbia Presbyterian and that was another one of my dreams is working with surgery patients uh, post-op and I did that when I moved here and so I worked with heart surgery patients and that's what I've been doing that's what I've been doing for a long time and always in the healing always in helping people feel better so. people are so lucky to have you you're sweet to say <laughs> that but it's, it's been a joy to get to do what I love to do you are listening to Body Tonic Radio I'm your host Jennifer DeLuca and we are talking with Liz Tortolani who is the owner of CityWell in Brooklyn New York and you have built quite a community here. I wanted to ask you a little bit about your events that oh. you have, because you have like a variety of things that go on I here. I do have a variety <laughs> of things that go on here. Sometimes, yes, a lot of things, um, which has been great. You know, when I created the space, too, the vision was to have a palette sort of like where it could be utilized for all these different things. Once you create the space, you can kind of do almost anything, which we've done. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think, what can I say, my favorite? I mean, yeah. the one near and dear to my heart was steam-soaked jazz. Um, that was sort of... I mean, no-brainer. It was To me, it was a no-brainer. And I came up with it when I was, you know, having my own first, like, a birthday here, one of my first parties that I had for myself here. And I was thinking, what's my ideal thing, right? And I created this backyard. And then I was thinking, well, what... What would be the next ideal thing? And that would be to have listened to live jazz, to, to sit in the tub among friends, drinking a little rosé and IPA, which is my favorite beer, and, um, you know, snacks and, and just taking it all in. That yeah. was my, my vision, my dream. And so I, I did that for my birthday. And then I thought, hmm, this could be a thing. And I kind of came up with the, you know, steam-soaked jazz concept. It was a slow build. At the beginning, you would think everyone would want to come, but it was. It takes time for things to, to build. I love that one. That maintains now is the most popular um, by far. 
But I've done all sorts of things. I've done self-care Sundays where I've brought different people from the neighborhood and different uh, makers of different things and had yoga classes back here and people selling their wares. Um, I love supporting local other makers of, of products and such here. So we sometimes have little pop-up type things. Um, we did our self-care September yes. together yes. doing, you know, just different, doing some Pilates back here and doing some runs and, you know, integrating different communities together, bringing people together. And that's the idea. And so I feel like, you know, this equalizing ground, like it gets people in here that might not and, and they experience it and you get to have this very unique experience. And, um, yeah. So you, you had a lot you had a lot of vision. Like mm-hmm. I know you and I have talked about that too. Totally. About what this place was going to be. And it sounds like for the most part, like your visions, you just manifested all of them, which is great. But I also want to ask you if you were surprised. Is mm. there something about the space that when you created it you were like, I didn't guess that that was gonna happen. No, you just nailed everything. Kind of, I mean, I know it sounds, I don't mean to be like, you know, and as I said, I, I did start at the beginning saying that it was, I had a slightly different vision for it, right? Like okay. it was going to originally be underground, looking like a water well, actually with stones around and having it have the five elements inside the space. So I didn't ever think, as I said, that the elements could be in the elements, like literally outside in the elements. But um, I thought I was going to bring it bring them inside and give people a different type of experience sort of. So in some ways I had to adjust, you know, when I realized that wasn't going to work being down underground. And so now this is sort of my next version, which is, was awesome. But yeah, I worked for so long with the vision. I, I did a storyboard and I wrote like extensive business plans and I literally spent hours, by the way, I just saying to anyone who has dreams out there, so I'm a I'm an envisioner and part of getting well as as well I had an angel but I also had a deep trust and belief in myself that I could get well that was my first I would say that was this is sort of a secondary like wow you did this but getting well was by far my biggest success and and that's I couldn't do this if I didn't get well so but I spent many 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 hours just laying in bed Literally, I wasn't that busy at the time Um, (laughs) and don't have that luxury anymore. But anyway, and and like envisioning this space, envisioning getting well, first getting well. First, that was my first vision. And and then when I got well, I spent hours and hours picturing this manifesting, picturing the color of the, the door, the blue door that we chose. And like there was it was just a constant like flowing through me. So when I say we nailed it or whatever, it's not that it, yeah, it, it, it was like, <laughs> it was like many years of really getting clear and also making yeah. that vision become into a, you know, a, a storyboard, as I said, and then a business plan. And so it, it was very clear, clear in my mind. And, yeah. and then I made it clear on paper and then now it's clear in the, in the real world, which is, you know, I think how manifestation, it, it works in different ways, but for me, that's how, how it works. So. Yeah. As I watch you talk about all of it, I see the joy in your face. Mm, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. And I've been here for parties on anniversaries, and it's so fun to watch you, um, I don't know, revel in the joy of having built this. And so I would like to just, you know, maybe in closing, talk a little bit about the joy you see mm. with the people that come. And if there's any story of a person in particular, maybe Mm. that stands out in your mind or just groups of people, events or things. You know, one of the things I'm most proud of with this space is is the type of people it draws. They are so genuinely lovely. (laughs) And I just sometimes I can't believe it. I can't believe that again. There's these nice people that keep coming like to the door and like keep being the nicest people I've like ever met. And and it makes my job 
so easy and so joyful just to be around nice people who are appreciating things and I get to do what I love to do and they I get to see them relax and 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 be in it and just enjoy themselves so much and um you know that's pure pleasure I mean for me that is what can I say? That is the living the dream. But yeah. that's the piece of it. If they weren't lovely humans that come through here, if I didn't get to meet, hang out with people like Jen and, and these people that just appreciate the space so much, and it would be tiring because, by the way, owning your own business um, <laughs> is super tiring. Um, so just also to know that. Um, but it's also you get, you get back so much. And the people are just so wonderful that it makes my job a joy literally a joy and I feel like it was really neat the other night at jazz night just because we had one last Thursday um we had just like 25 people just in the space and just having the best time and just so enjoying it and and I was saying to this guy in the tub his name's Daniel um he who I was just met for the first time but it's so joyful and and I was telling him about how I came up with it and he was like it's like a dream within a dream within a dream (laughs) because so and I was like oh my god it is and just the fact that people get that the fact that that is like understood the takeaway the takeaway that they can see that I get to tell that story you know that I get to tell a story that I said I had this idea and I you know it took me a long time but I created this space and now there's this and 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 they get it and it inspires people and that's I mean if anything that's such a bonus because I love the idea that they can be inspired that they can do their dream um, with a lot of hard work and time and energy but still they can do it and anyway those moments when I get to really live my dream, that I'm immersed in my dream is, is, you know, it doesn't get better. Yeah. It's pure joy. Pure joy. Pure joy. And then those people get to go out into the world and they'll probably be nicer to everybody they come in contact with. City Wells whole concert. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I remember you and I talking about that, which is, because I feel like Pilates is a little like that too, right? I mean, everybody, everybody goes home in a better mood. Better in your body and feel more aligned and more present. Yeah. 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 So thank you so much for spending time with oh me today, gosh, Liz. Jen, thank you for having me. You're such an inspiration yourself. <laughs> Almost 20 years in business. Look at uh, this woman business owner. <laughs> I, I'm just very impressed by what you've done uh-huh. and how you continue to create and share. You share yourself and your knowledge thank with you. us. So. I like sharing. That is yeah. part of the joy. Thank you so much, oh Liz. God, I really, such a really appreciate that. I appreciate that. you. And yeah, of course, it's, it's very honest and true. So thanks. Right, you've been listening to Body Tonic Radio. I've been here today with Liz Tortolani, owner of CityWell Brooklyn. Mm. Visit CityWellBrooklyn.com for more information on all the offerings here at CityWell. Come visit anytime, <laughs> and you can catch more of our episodes on JasonCharles.net. Body Tonic Radio with Jennifer DeLuca on jasoncharles.net. jasoncharles.net Deep, deep talk, talk, deep, deep sounds. sounds. That was so deep.